0: Um, okay, hello everyone. Welcome to the Crypto with Cash Cast episode number two. We're still very new at doing this, so bear with us. My name is Duncan Morland. I'm a writer for Market Prospectors and uh, the host for the Crypto with Cash Cast. And I'm joined with Kashaya Abassi, or Cash for short, um, who writes a fortnightly uh, crypto newsletter um, called Crypto with Cash. And we also run a community as part of that group um and we've got us oh, first of all how are you hello cash and how are you
1: yeah i'm all good thank you i'm all good um i hope you can hear me clearly yeah uh, i've just set up these headphones um and yeah i think it should be better and clearer than last time
0: yeah your headphones look splendid don't worry <laughs> oh yeah thank you thank you i've got noise
1: cancelling on so it sounds like it kind of sounds like i'm in the most emptiest room ever right now
0: that's good yeah i just kicked my parents out of the house so yeah i'm good to go <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah all that um and we've got oh just before we start if the whole idea of this is to talk about the news and answer people's questions about crypto and stuff so if you have any questions feel free to if you're listening on youtube you can stick them in the comments below um and because we're now officially youtubers and podcasters we have to say if you'd like to if you if you like what you hear and you want to subscribe for more, then that would be great. And if you could click the like button and follow whatever is the podcast version of of liking and following, then we'd be very grateful for that too. Um, But anyway, let's get stuck in. We've got three topics today. Um, We're going to be talking about Bitcoin hitting all the new all-time highs and what's going on in the crypto markets this week. We're going to be talking about non-fungible tokens or NFTs. And we're going to be talking about the future of the crypto with cash service, and I guess investing in crypto generally, because we had a couple. Of, we had a question uh, from one of our members about that. So, first of all, cash. What that what's been happening in crypto this
1: week? Yeah. So uh, this week is just a continuation of what we've seen since um, around um, actually the first of October, day one of uh, quarter four, the fourth quarter, which is historically. Um, very good for Bitcoin and cryptos in general. So since then, we've just been on a huge rally, um, going all the way to new all-time highs, uh, which we hit the other day. Um, so now we've we've hit that level and we've fallen back down now. As we, as we always do, we, um, we have a retrace, um, profit-taking, you know, people rotate their money into alts, uh, these levels because there's more uh, room for them to grow because of how big bitcoin is um it's going to take a lot more money for them to uh, a lot more money for it to go a lot higher mm. um so the growth's going to be slow and steady in, in that regard um whereas with alts because they have a smaller market cap it requires less money um so people are yes right now it's retraced back to around sixty one thousand at the time um what was the uh,
0: what was the high that bitcoin hit
1: I think it actually hit, it was like a few dollars short of $67,000.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't realize uh, it got gone, gone that
1: high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I only hit that briefly before um, retracing. Um, but yeah, no, the markets look all good. Um, even if it falls back down to around $54,000, it will still look good. Um, so like like we said, the dips are for buying. Mm. And um, I think the fact that we had that massive crash back in May And now we've gone all the way back up and even higher yeah um it's testament to that really
0: yeah and so you think do you think now is the time where money is moving out of bitcoin and into the smaller coins that's that's happening now do you see See, uh,
1: as we saw a couple days ago like solana um solana was flying um a couple of the uh um other old coins were flying as well um Right now, people are rotating money into alts, but at the same time, they're also waiting for uh, a retrace, uh, a further retrace, I think, because um, where it is positioned right now in the market, there's not much support or resistance. It's just in the middle. It's it's like in the middle. Right. Okay. So it needs to decide whether it's going up or whether it's going down. If it's going down, then it's gonna go down um, to around 54,000 and hopefully that, that support will hold. Yeah, um, and of course higher than higher than um, sixty four, sixty five thousand. We're going back into price discovery. Yeah, sure. and um, the next resistant uh, would be around eighty thousand dollars. I think eighty thousand would be the next psychological uh, resistance, and then eighty five, which is a fib extension level as well.
0: Okay. Why do you say eighty? Just that's just a number that 80,
1: 80 because it's a psychological round number. Uh, humans just tend to like uh, round numbers, so yes. that's naturally where a lot of people would, would set their sell orders or even buy orders. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's where, and of of course, um, because a lot of people know that humans like act like this, it kind of becomes like a self fulfilling prophecy because then more people will actually uh, try to honor those levels because they think other people are going to you know yeah yeah
0: that's i think that's kind of why a lot of technical analysis works as well because you know because enough people believe that it works yeah yeah, and if enough people are using fibonacci levels then exactly it's going to be self-reinforcing and one thing i just wanted to bring up was so some of the guys in the community it's hard when the markets are bouncing up and down um like this to kind of zoom out a bit and because you you take quite a long-term approach to investing in crypto i just wondered if you had any advice like for someone who's maybe new or someone who's like thick in the weeds watching the five minute chart but bounce up and down and and can get a bit overwhelmed like worrying about trying to time when to sell and things like that i mean do you have any broad advice for yeah people? generally
1: speaking i feel like um the time when most people get involved in the markets is when there's like in a mania phase where everyone's talking about it. And at that point it's yes. had a significant rally and that's when everyone buys in and then it crashes. It's what, it's what happened in 2017. And maybe even you could say may of uh, earlier this year, everyone was buying, everyone was saying, Oh, bitcoin going straight to hundred K for example, but it hit 64 K and then it crashed back down to mm. around 30 K. I think at one point it even hit 28 K. So we had, uh, 30 K as the, uh, support level for uh, for Bitcoin at that time. And um, luckily, as we saw, um, it held. And since then, it's just rallied all the way back up and higher. Um, in regards to like uh, these, these retracements that we see, um, I would say that it's definitely important to zoom out because if you're looking at the minute charts, for example, you could see massive red candles and you're like, oh, yeah. it's going all the way to zero. <laughs> Let me, it's time to sell, but then you zoom out to maybe even a 15 minute chart or one hour and you see it's a tiny little candle so in the grand scheme of things um even if we do have short-term crashes as we saw a couple of months ago long term uh, i feel like prices will be much higher which is what yeah. we try to uh, uh achieve uh through crypto of cash we long-time investors
0: yeah doing the research for those because as an and as an anecdotal example i i did buy at the peak in 2018 bitcoin and ethereum and it immediately plummeted and stayed down for years i think and now both of those positions are well up like i think maybe double from what i I bought at the time so like yeah exactly and i just i just i guess i just never looked at it (laughs) so i don't know that but that's i guess that's kind of investor i am um yeah yeah okay should we move on to the next question which is one I know very little about. Um, I think it was asked by Mary in, in the group, in the Crypto of Cash group. And she was basically asking, like, how do you get into NFTs and maybe, or non, non-fungible tokens? And maybe we need to start with just a quick, quick explanation of what those are, if people haven't seen it in the news first.
1: Yeah, so NFTs or non-fungible tokens can be used to represent uh, maybe a, a piece of artwork or music or even a physical object but on the blockchain so through that you can verify that you are the owner of that item so it could be for example um, a painting Um, in real life you would have to get documentation that proves that it's yours but you know of course as we have seen in the past um, these can be very easily uh fabricated they can be uh, fakes can be made okay uh, but on the blockchain, there is no faking it. If you are the owner of the blockchain, everyone around the world can verify that you are the owner because you have access to that um, address. Um, so in that sense, I feel like there's a lot of potential for NFTs. Um, so recently, the NFT meet, uh, NFTs have really taken off because artists are finally, uh, have basically found a way to Make a lot of money from all their hard work. So for years, um, artists have been posting their art on, for example, Instagram or other websites, yeah, yeah. trying to get sellers. But they just haven't been that um, many people who were interested. But now, through NFTs, they've found that they can make a lot of money very quickly. Um, and it's, I think, it's it's very good because, in a way, artists are getting paid for their hard work, and at the same time, a lot of people have become interested in art, which is, um, I think, a very cool. Um, uh, very cool aspect of it as well
0: so so you mean uh, like people are selling their digital art th- through nfts like whereas because yeah. yeah for me growing up like there was sites like i think it's called like deviant art and stuff where people would basically just share amazing art for free and you know like not really have any way to monetize it or sell, you know sell it properly because you can just right click copy pay you know like it's but with the nfts it's kind of tying it to a unique code to say this is the original digital piece of art i guess is that
1: yeah exactly that exactly that and um one thing uh that actually kind of blew my mind was the idea that for example if you are someone who's wealthy and you buy it, an expensive item to show off like for example say a rolex only people who can see you in person um can actually see the watch on you whereas with an nft you could yeah. publicly display it, and anyone around the world can see it. So it's kind of like NFTs have become the, especially the more expensive ones, have become like status symbols and sta- um, uh, as a a, a way that people, rich people, can show off their wealth. You know.
0: And people, like, wish if for anyone that doesn't know, like there's um, people are spending like millions. Like I'm not wrong in saying people are spending millions on this. What the what was yeah. the um, crypto?
1: Yeah, cri- so they're called crypto punks. There's like ten thousand. Yeah. that's uh, it randomly generated um crypto punks and each one's worth around i think the floor on those so the the lowest price for any one of those ten thousand is now around three hundred thousand well yeah Uh, so, (laughs) so yeah it's it's insane and some of them are selling for five six million
0: yeah that's crazy and when you look at them and i think the most people's response when they first see this stuff is like what the hell like it's just like a little pixelated kind of um yeah. cartoon image almost and and they're selling for, but they're i guess they're unique because they're tied to a unique code which was on the blockchain but they're selling for millions and i guess there's a novelty yeah, exactly. factor as well isn't there But
1: yeah, definitely definitely it's kind of like a a whole new sort of paradigm that's mm. been uh, created here and if you think about it um with uh with nfts um you become part of a community in a sense. So if you're one of those 10,000 people who owns one of those yeah. crypto you're part of an exclusive club of 10,000 people who have enough money um, to <laughs> buy those uh, yeah, those yeah. Uh, NFTs. What the crazy part is that back in 2017, those are selling for around $30. Maybe maybe some of them were selling for like $300. And now, yeah. as we have seen, some are selling for millions.
0: Um, make, I kind of got a double cited question here because one of the i think one of the things mary was asking is kind of like how do you get into investing in this and i know one of the picks in the crypto cash portfolio gives exposure to nfts um mm-hmm. without actually owning nfts directly and i just wondered if if you think that's the kind of best way in and
1: well one thing i'd say is uh when it comes to owning nfts um I think a lot of people say, you know, you can right click, save, right, click, save the image, but yeah, that's what I think if you, if you were, yeah, but if you were to go and see the Mona Lisa and take a photo of it, you (laughs) don't own that. You don't own the Mona Lisa, you know? True. Yeah. Um, But with NFTs, if you own a piece of artwork, there is 100% proof that it's yours, you know, and anyone in the world can verify that. And there's no way anyone can um, cheat the system yeah um so i think there's a lot of value in that and just recently i actually visited um an, an art ex- exhibition by damien hurst and whoever visited got given a, an nfd um, Right. okay so by scanning the nfd and adding it to your wallet you can prove that you visited that art exhibition there's just so many different use cases yeah and that's just one of them and i think as time goes on we're going to discover more in regards to how to get involved um Well, there's, depends on what blockchain you'll be dealing with. Uh, The most popular one at the moment is Ethereum blockchains, um, NFTs. So the first step would be to download MetaMask. And as we have mentioned, I think in the previous episode, the best way to do that would be to go on Twitter, find the MetaMask account, the verified account, because sometimes if you Google MetaMask, there's going to be loads of phishing websites, Mm. so go through Twitter, find the official MetaMask um, account, download the uh, browser extension. Set it up, you know, follow the prompts, and then you would have to send Ethereum from whatever exchange you use to the to the wallet, and then you go on a website called OpenSea. OpenSea is one of the most popular ones, um, and then you just look for an uh, for any NFT that you like you, and you pay with it, pay um, for it with Ethereum, hmm. and then it appears in your wallet, and that's forever yours unless you choose to to sell it.
0: So the, I mean, the, you're uh, saying the best the best way. And I guess it, it sounds quite easy if you once you've set up a Metamask wallet and you connect it to OpenSea, yeah. The website OpenSea is, is just to give it a go and maybe because there must be there must be cheap NFTs on there as well, you know, like so. Yeah, you, there's
1: ones for like maybe one dollar, two dollars. Yeah, maybe sure. even less, maybe even a fraction of a penny. But you just got to bear in mind that uh, when you are going to buy, you're going to have to pay um, Ethereum fees. So um, sometimes that could be twenty dollars, thirty dollars, sometimes even eighty dollars. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a cheaper alternative to that is, for example, buying NFTs on a blockchain called Solana. Yeah. Um, this process is the same. It's just the wallet is is instead of MetaMask, it's called Phantom Wallet. Again, I will download it through Twitter verified account. Um, Once you set it up, you can buy some Solana, um, send it to your wallet. Usually, the transaction fees would be less than a penny, um, and then you go on different Solana NFT. Websites a uh, popular one is called Solan art. Okay um, Solan art so you can view the different artworks on there and just pay for it using your Solana and That's a lot usually a lot cheaper
0: Okay, so yeah, because the, the transaction fees well, are lower. Yeah on Solana. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay Um, one just one quick question on the end of that um, to go back to what I said before is you can also gain exposure by um, buying tokens of crypto projects that are kind of using nfts yeah so not but not directly yeah, so invest so video games exactly. projects and exactly stuff like that. so
1: that's that's something we've tried to do here at crypto cash so we saw that um, nfts were becoming incredibly popular and so we we found a project where they are dealing with nfts they're building a game they are allowing um, players actually to own assets inside the game Uh, They can actually buy and sell for profit and it's really empowering for players And um, I think this this project has a lot of potential going forward Um, So yeah, we're excited to see what happens with that one there.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, Okay. So the last question we had was from Kieran and he was asking about the future of the crypto with cash service really like he said he's very happy, but he was wondering like how the longevity of the service you know if we're filling up a portfolio of crypto coins you know what what happens in the future when the portfolio is full and i guess generally is i guess i think i don't know if i've added this into this question as um rather than what kieran was interested in but just the long-term scope for crypto investing um is there a future for it or you know when you think of maybe we can get into this but when you think of investing in the internet there's been kind of different phases of that and maybe that's something yeah
1: so So, um in response to that i would say it's so the crypto markets are very fast moving everyone knows that uh uh new projects are coming out every single day so what's popular today may not be that popular tomorrow and in that sense uh the most popular project in 10 years may not even uh, be out today mm -hmm. so um, in that sense new new projects are being developed and in that in that sense, um, when we find a, a new blockchain that comes out, um, and as more developers flock to that new ecosystem, and as a, for example, a new blockchain comes out with a new function or a new a faster way to do something or a uh, an easier way to do something that's easier to use, for example, for the end user, a lot of new developers will start building. Um, projects on top of that blockchain. So in that sense, there's a lot of uh, potential for us to, and a lot of opportunities for us to actually bank on by doing re- these, uh, doing our research and finding the right projects. So I do see that this, um, I do see a lot of longevity in this market. Um, so of course, I think uh, what the question was was that the screening process that we have at Crypto Cash there's only going to be a few. Uh, projects that actually get through Um, but I believe that through time more and more projects will be able to pass the tests that we have and uh, there's always going to be opportunities going forward
0: yeah and I guess this is maybe me interjecting but one of the things I thought is when you look at what's happened with internet companies and investing in um, you know in stocks companies that's gone through many different phases like the dot-com boom Um, then like fintech um, and then like I'd say like you know software as a service companies and all these things and obviously there's there's been big companies that have dominated like these different eras and we kind of have seen a bit of that in crypto already like obviously with like the early early currency cryptos like bitcoin obviously and things like that but then you've got the whole DeFi or decentralized finance generation of cryptos that are, that, yep. that kind of live on live on the live on Ethereum. So live on one of the older cryptos. Like it's yep. and, and I kind of wonder like, well what's the net you could even say like NFT is another kind of subgenre and like another kind yeah, of Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, as as I mentioned, new narratives pop up from time to time and you just have to find the through research have to find the most promising and, yeah um, the ones with the highest potential um and an in- interesting thing you can do is actually uh, go on one of these um crypto comparison websites um so coin gecko or coin market cap and you can go and view the historical rankings so you could go back to like 2017 or yeah go back to 2016 <laughs> or 2013 and actually compare to see which projects are still on there so top 100 projects today may not be even some of them might not even be in the top 200 next year yeah um but through research you could find the ones that are always going to be at the top so for example ethereum bitcoin's always been number one um funnily enough um xrp has actually been uh top 10 ranking coin for for many many years which is why it's also still very popular today
0: and that's that's like it's quite contentious isn't it the xrps
1: exactly exactly now um um, i'm not sure if the case has actually been settled yet but uh, yeah they are being investigated so we'll see what happens there
0: yeah maybe that was a whole episode on it maybe we should do a whole episode on like dodgy (laughs) crypto projects um yeah like
1: back in 2017 there was like loads of icos uh, initial coin offerings yeah um so crowd sales for projects that have never even launched yeah um so there were like promises were this big and then the product dev- uh, th- that was actually delivered was like tiny or yeah, non- non-existent, non-existent. You know,
0: yeah. um, I just wanted to say as well, like when with the crypto cash portfolio, obviously like you're taking a long, you're buying cryptos that you think can be around for the long term stuff, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean holding them forever. And like, there's already been, I think three cryptos that we've taken a mm-hmm. 50% profit from. Um, yeah. So sold 50% of the holding. And whenever that happens, when, when that happens in the future, that will free up space for other cryptos in the portfolio too. So like yeah,
1: exactly. the, the portfolio exactly.
0: itself is like ever evolving and kind of profit, from profit taking and, and filling then filling those positions. I yeah, think. definitely. definitely. Um, and that is the end of our topics, I think. We're trying to keep these episodes relatively short so they're not horrendous for people to listen to. And uh, hopefully it was helpful. Um, thank you for your time today, Cash. Um, for having me. and again, if this was helpful for anyone, um, thank If you could like or subscribe or follow us if there's an option on the podcast, uh, apps you're using, or rate us, or whatever, I uh, would be very grateful. If you have any questions you'd like us to answer in the future, then you can stick them in the comment box if there is one below. And if you want more information on joining the Crypto Cash community, uh, we'll stick a link uh, below the video or in the podcast description as well. Uh, So thank you again, Cash. And thank you again to everyone listening. And we'll talk again next week. Okay. Goodbye.